Hey folks, this is Joe with the Joe Max Morons, and we are back. Appreciate the uh, the patience. We uh, we took a couple of days off. I'm here with Adam. Adam, how you doing, man? Great. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, I, I think uh, feeling nice and refreshed. We all took some vacation time and uh, uh, watched the start of the seasons. Uh, we've been texting furiously. Um, I, I know that you are uh, uh, watching watching so much right now as well. But holy crap, there's a lot going on. <laughs> I um I we just so everyone knows, we talked about turning this into about a four hour podcast, but uh, but unfortunately, it's just getting too late, and I'm getting too yeah. old. But um, but we have a lot going on, um, and I'm gonna start us actually, uh, Adam with um. Uh, I, you know what? I'm going to start with my boys. I'm going to start with uh, the Americans that are now in Milan. You have Pulisic playing now on the right wing uh, next to Giroud and Leia out in front of Krunic um, and playing amazingly. Um, I, I, I don't think you've watched the games, but I know you've watched the highlights. How cool is it to see Pulisic just playing, having fun, enjoying where he is, like that smile on his face is is it means so much to me as an American fan. It means a lot more for a guy like me as a Milan fan too. I, how how are you feeling about this? I feel great. You know, and I know we talked about this. We probably talked about this on one of like the previous pods too. But this was the perfect move for him. You know, Milan is is. One of the top four teams in the Serie A, their Champions League team. He's, you know, they need a player like him. They appreciate a player like him. He wanted to go there. They wanted him to go there. He was going to get regular games. Uh, I feel like his his tenure at Chelsea was like up and down, where he would score a bunch of goals, and then they would just put him on the bench, and it, it just did. It, it never made sense to me the way that Chelsea used. Pulisic. And I, I feel like that's the unfortunately the case for a lot of talented players in the Premier League because it's such a talented league. They have so many talented players. It's the I think probably the best league in the world, top to bottom, but but the Serie A is, is obviously in that conversation too. So I don't know. I think I feel like it's a great move for him. He's still in the Champions League. I feel like he's happy. He's scoring goals, and this is what he can do. When he gets regular games and he's confident in the players that are around him and he feels like he's the guy, he that's when he thrives. You know, when when he comes in and he's he's moving off the ball, look at his movement. And just, you know, I'm, you're right, I haven't watched the games, but I've seen the highlights. His movement, he's playing balls and moving, and he's it, it, it's like it's 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 – it's um, I don't know what you want to call it, but it's it's it's. I mean, it's good to see him doing this again. It's really it's, it's good, good to see him, him reading the game and playing well with his teammates. Exactly, and, and I was and, gonna and, say and moving to space and and you know helping you know helping out with with you know understanding where he's got to be and when, and also just kind of feeling it. I mean, he hasn't been there long. So it's not like he's playing the exact you know tactical you know formation and if thens that he's supposed to. He's just moving within the game and he's kind of feeling it. And I think it's pretty freaking neat, right? 
And I think that's what that what I was trying to say is like he's at his best like that, like when he's feeling it, when he's just reacting to the game and moving into space and he's he's being proactive and he's he's wanting the ball. You know, yeah. You see players when they're when they're down or when they're not when they're in bad form, <clears throat> you they don't want the ball. So far at Milan, I, I see him wanting the ball all the time. You know, when a player wants the ball, you know they're in good form because you know, they think yep. that they're going to do something great every time they touch the ball. And I feel like that's where, yep. where he is right now. And, and uh, you know, he's linking up with Giroud again, which, he, you know, he played with Giroud at Chelsea for maybe like one season, I think. But, yeah, but, I mean, uh, it's he's, fun. he's linked up well with Leal. With Leal, um, yeah. yeah. He's got in two games, he's got two goals and an assist. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, that's just – I mean, you know, the Milan fans are already yelling USA every time he gets on the ball. He's, you know, he, he like, again, it's, it's, this is, you know, we were just talking this earlier and I'll bring it up, I'll bring it up here. You know, it's funny. Milan said, Hey, Olivier Giroud, come play for us. Like we actually value you. You've been at Arsenal, you've been at Chelsea and they sign you for all this money and they, they bring you in and they pump a bunch of sunshine up your ass, but then he'll play you. Right. And they bring a bunch of other forwards in. Whereas Milan said, Giroud, come here, play here score goals, have fun, do the thing you do. Mm-hmm. And I think they do the same thing with Pulisic. They're like, come here, play, do the thing you do. We value you. And, and, and you know, and, and here's the fun, here's the good thing. It's like, you know, there are some really good players right behind Pulisic. I mean, you know, Chuko Z and Okafor are, are talented players and start in a lot of other teams, you know, top teams in this, in, you know, in, in Europe and around the world. Like, Pulisic is like he's not, he's not been given this spot at all. He's earned it, and he's and he's also earned the right to keep it by scoring goals and, and linking up play and making sure he's you know he's 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 you know learning the system more and more every week. Mm-hmm. But he's you know he's he's not been given anything. He's earned the spot he has. He's earned the right to keep it. He's playing amazingly, and and man, as a U.S. fan, it is awesome to see him just go out there play well and you know as a Milan fan having a guy like Plissick who who can you know watch him take guys on like he he's we haven't had that on the right and this is the, the switch Plissick made to come to Milan is, is you know he went to the right because you know he's not going to unseat layout obviously but he goes to the right now we have now we have two people on either side who can go one-on-one who can advance the ball who are really smart in attack uh, you know who understand how to use you know how to use other players' runs, who understand how to, how to use other players' passing lanes, and understand how to you know how to really sort of advance. And then you know what? Just feed Drew. He's like what is he six five in there? Like that dude? He can what? He had two goals last game. He had a, a goal in the first game. You know, Giroud's already scoring a bunch too. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know that Giroud was a topic of of our pod for a long time about how he was yeah. underappreciated everywhere he went, and all he did when he comes off the bench is score goals, but then he never gets a chance yeah. after that. It's it, it was amazing, but he finally yeah. found a place in uh, Milan where he can, you know, he can get regular games and score like yeah. like everyone knows he can, you know, or like at least we 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 thought he could, you know. When you're down one nothing in the derby and your forward scores two goals to win it and 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 beat you know and 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 win that derby game, that that's what Giroud did in his first year in Milan. He you know we were down one nothing. He comes in, he scores two goals, and uh, and it's like legend done. You, be, you become you become a legend. You're legend. They're gonna build yeah. a statue of you after you <laughs> retire. I mean, it's 
I, I, I told us, you know, Pulisic's already started off so well. The, the the only thing he has left to do is score the winning goal in a derby. He's done. He's, he, he'll he'll be – his face will be a bust in the – That's in the it. State. That's yeah. it. Yeah, well, you should play that day. What, 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 are they, what are they playing uh, Inter? Um, I don't know, actually. I, I, I only know uh, – really, honestly, I really only know who they have played. But um, – I, I kind of, I kind of, you know, checking out. I think we have Roma this Friday, uh, so a, a tough game for sure. I'm not sure when we play Inter yet, but but it'll be fun. And you know, and let's talk about the other American. I mean, Musa, you know, 19, you know, signs for for Milan. Um, what's good is he he got in the game. You know, you know Milan got off to a pretty good start in the game, got ahead and some goals. And so they were able to sort of bring out some of the guys like Pulisic and Drew and, you know, let and, and kind of sort of bench some guys who had put a lot of, um, um, who had put a lot of, uh, you know, running in and you get Malut, you get Musa in there. And what does he do? First thing is he just runs end to end around the entire Bologna team. And you're like, Holy cow. Like this guy might, might actually start at some point. We might have Pulisic and Musa on this field at the same time as starters for AC freaking Milan. And yeah. that's amazing. It's amazing. That, that is amazing. For for kids like us who grew up, you know, in the 80s and early 90s, and we – AC Milan was one of the first teams we were ever even aware of. They were one of these, like, global superpowers. It was, like, Milan and, like, Manchester United, Real Madrid – you know, those those are like the only in Bayern Munich. Those were like the teams I knew as a kid. You know, yeah, yeah. And now, and, you know, it, it was cool enough when you had Adams and Aronson both playing for Leeds. For Leeds, and that yeah. was cool. That was cool. And then, I, 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 may I be so bold as to and say then McKinney, two Americans, and then McKinney. Right, right. I forgot about that. And then, you know, may I be so bold as to say even better though with. Um, you know, at AC Milan over even over Leeds. I would say yes, you're you're correct in saying even better. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, I I'm having a blast as a Milan fan. And you know, and I A, we're winning games. You know, B, we're um, we're winning with a, a a healthy and happy, you know, Polisic. Um, you know, and C there's still another like ceiling to hit because you still have Chukwuzi, you still have Okafor, you still have Musa, you still have some really talented guys on the bench, and uh, they are uh, uh, they are looking into. I think they're going to purchase. They have a forward they're purchasing right now. They're kind of working it out. My understanding is that the big holdup right now is is uh, agents are kind of being being dicks, but which is what agents do. But um, that's what they do. They worked out. Yeah, it's it's Mendez, so I'm sure it's, it has to do with whatever. His That's why you know what I think that Sir Alex Ferguson should be the regulator of agents in in international football. That's a good idea, and he would he would you know their their free lunch would end. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel oh like God. they've ruined football. They've Indeed. made it. They've they have increased the cost to everybody in football. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly, mostly to the fans because the clubs have to spend more, you know, the, 
the broadcasters have to spend more. So it costs more to, yep. to, to, to watch it on TV. It costs more to go to the game. It costs more to buy a jersey because they have to pay for the players to, to you know, yeah. not, not, no, I'm sorry. They don't have to, they have to pay more for the players and their agents. You know, the agents are taking these huge, huge cuts of money and it's, it's stupid. It, I, I never understood that. Well, we've, you know, we've talked about it before. I mean, you know, Ferguson finally at one point was just like, I'm not, I'm done dealing with Rayola. Like, if these players want to play here, great. But I'm not paying a player $100 million and then Rayola another $25 million. Like, yeah. screw that. It's not happening. Yeah. And, he, and he didn't. And, you know, and not that he made all the right moves, Considering the Pogba situation in and out of uh, of United, but um, I do I I mean I'm I'm so glad he he started the trend of sort of um, you know taking a stance against these these agents and their and their just utterly greedy money grab yeah you know contracts um, but you know for right now for right now we have we have Pulisic. Doing well at Milan, we have Musa doing great. Um, uh, first thing he did when he walked on the field is go end to end, and uh, and and you know took on the whole team there at Bologna and did a great job. Um, Milan is off to two and zero start, scoring goals, um, playing you know playing well defensively. Um, not a bad way to go, not a bad way to start the, start the season. So I'm I'm pretty happy so far because I get I get the American success right now and I also get the Milan success. Yeah, and um, we're gonna be happy about that because you know we've we've all become Milan fans now. So love it. All right, I'm gonna <laughs> go dealer. I'm gonna go dealer's choice on this for you, Adam. We can talk about uh, Burhalter and his super weird, unnecessarily public process of. Resolving things with Geo and naming his roster, or, uh, and I'm just going to read it verbatim how I wrote this uh, on my sheet. Super creepy Spain coach and president. Where do you want to go next, buddy? Oh, I mean, I, I it speaks for itself. Uh, why are you making me choose this? The, All me, right, here, these we're, are we're gonna go super creepy Spain coach and president. Here's here's. So I do want to get um, to the Burhalter stuff, but but let's talk let's super Burhalter stuff. Then. Let's talk creepy well, let's, coach. Let's, let's, let's touch Spain for a second. Let's touch creepy coach second. and creepy uh, federation president. I mean, Let, let's just get the Joe Max morons on the record that we are a hundred percent against what is going on with this this president. What a creep! What a monster! Um. And, and, you know, of all the things, there's many things, obviously, we all disagree with. But I, I think there's a point that we were all talking about that is, is kind of amazing. And that is, you know, uh, Infantino said to the women players, he said, pick your battles. You should be leading this charge. Tell us what, what we need to be doing to support, you know, to support women in football. So, so what happens? Then the women pick this battle. They say, we want this guy out. Players literally refuse to pay, play for him in the World Cup. At this point, you have the entire player pool and the coaching staff who've, who've resigned. And, 
and still nothing from FIFA with regard to getting him out. Now, I understand they've suspended him pending an investigation, which is fine, I guess. It's probably about as much as they can do at the moment. But the fact that the Spain Federation has doubled down on this guy, threatened to sue the players, threatened to to oblige the players to play for the team, and and are just call, just completely backing this president is is it's very confusing to me how how FIFA can justify this. I mean, can you help me get through this at all? Uh, no, I can't, Joe. <laughs> Oh, that was, well, that was my I synopsis. I actually can because it's FIFA, and you know, mm. Spain Federation threatened to leave FIFA if they if they if they um, terminate or, or I guess I don't know what FIFA can do. Can they suspend them? Can they can they do you know, whatever it is that they can do? If they do it, then Spain has threatened to leave the federation. The well, where federation. where are they going to go? Uh, well, I, I mean, this is a completely, you know, a totally toothless bluff. By the way, we yeah, all know it is. of course. It's just, it's, it's, it's. But quite frankly, fuck them. If they want to go, fuck them. I agree. That, that, that's bad, a right and wrong. Meme, it's bad right? people just being bad, and it, it's just the it's corrupt people running corrupt organizations that are dealing with other corrupt organizations led by other corrupt people, but they're all dependent on these young women playing football or, you know, young men playing football. And it's like they're exploiting. It's like art dealers exploiting artists. You know, it's ridiculous. It's... who is this guy? Come on. Spain is full of great football minds. Get this guy out of here and great and, and people who, yeah. who 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 work in the football business. Get this clown out. Like why yeah. why are they so defensive with with the you know protecting this guy? I, it doesn't it doesn't make sense at all. It, you know the 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 accusations from from the the federation president and the coach are just are, are insane. Why are these guys well, still around? Especially around, guy especially around, especially around young women who, who are trying yeah. to make make the team, you know, and then and then get on the field and then you know represent their country. I. I I don't know. These women are desperate to do this, and these men are, these creepy old men are, 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 are. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's you know, which this is, president which is, forcibly kissed the player, and has done nothing but say, a, it's her fault, b, it was consensual, you know, c, it never happened. I mean, he's going through the the rapist playbook of responses. Yeah. All he had and, to do was say. Yes, I was in the moment. We were celebrating. It was inappropriate. I'm very sorry about it. I should not have done that. That's all he had to say. That's all he had to do. That's all, all he, had he had to do. say. But but in, but instead, you have you know this is what happens when sort of the fox runs a hen house, right? Like it's it's the people that are committing. Yeah, you're you know, right. You know, committing these uh, you know uh, whatever crimes these these occurrences. 
that are that are turning the victims, you know, in, in, into the sort of in this defensive position and accusing them. And I think that if they want to leave the Federation because of this guy, like let them. This like, why would you want them in the Federation? Now, having said that, Adam, having said that, and and I just want to, for all the listeners out there, the 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 Joe Max morons, the locked the locked in bet of the week. Spain gets the next World Cup up for for selection. <laughs> this is yeah. If you are if you are betting in any way, you're probably this is the bet to make. <laughs> That's a sure way to win the win the the vote for the next World Cup. It is yeah. It is it is one hundred percent going to be Spain. Con- Controversy. If you don't think that you have not been paying any attention whatsoever to how these roll cups get selected. Oh my God, stir up some controversy. Uh, man, speaking of controversy, Adam, uh, let's move over to old Greggy Pooh, <laughs> the, the U.S. men's national coach. Oh, uh, best mediator the, of, the, of the former, the former the history coach. in the history of football. Uh, I, I, and I want to give a brief synopsis that uh, Burhalter was his contract was not renewed at first. They conducted the investigation. I think it all came out, you know, pretty, pretty, pretty much as everyone had already heard at that point. But here's the funny thing is they, they hired him back with absolutely zero plan with how he was going to engage one of the best players on the team and fix that relationship. And even now he's now been coached for a few months. He has not talked to Gio Reyna a single time. He has not, approached Giorena or his people a single time. And apparently he's going to hire a professional mediator. Um, what do you, what do, what do you think about uh, old, old Burholter's process here to, to maybe bring the geo back? I don't know. Um, I think it's number one. Shouldn't have been public. Yeah, agreed. I, I, you know, if he's still got an issue with a player on the team and it was very public and the Federation knows that, why did they rehire this guy? Like, I I don't think Burhalter's a bad guy. I think he made a mistake, obviously, with, you know, what he did, whatever. And it was exploited to, to, to his detriment during the World Cup, or actually after the World Cup. But... It was almost like brought on. He brought it up in a in a in a Q and A session in a leadership conference or whatever it was doing, and he kind of stoked that controversy. He's almost doing it again. Like, dude, you got your job back, didn't you? Learn your lesson the first time. Just shut up and deal with it behind the scenes. If you don't like Geo then you and Gio go to mediation. You don't tell the world you're going to mediation. It's it just... Is, is it ego? What is, what, what is it that makes him want to explain his process to people? It is. It's intense? ego. It's, 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 it's that, that craving of the limelight. I think that's exactly what it is. It's, maybe it's, it's, it's the, the vindication. Like, I, am, I'm, I was right the whole time. Like, that sort of thing. Maybe yeah. he's, I don't know. It could be. You're right. I mean, it's, it, 
it, it's kind of amazing. It's kind of amazing that he just continues to run his mouth in the media and, and or, or at least in speeches and in public when all he has to do is just go about and do the job. And his, we all know that, that his, the best chance of it working is to shut up in public. Just yeah. do it. Call Gio, you know, or, or, or have your mediator call him or, you know, whatever it is that you want to do. But keep it indoors. Like you and I both, you know, and again, this is the athletes know about airing out, you know, dirty laundry outside the locker room, right? Like this is a this is an age old thing that all athletes know about. You don't go public with any of these things. If you're gonna if you're gonna air out some grievances and you're gonna, you know, and you're gonna resolve issues, you do it behind closed doors and and you don't you don't make it public at all, ever. And if I mean a lot, you know, just along the, the that same argument. If you're the federation, don't you say that to him and say, "Hey, look, look, was just that not a question? Did they asked him before they hired don't, him. Don't air this stuff in public. Just if you have something to say, say it to us. We'll deal with it. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, how is it that they rehired him and they didn't even ask about how he was going to handle handle the situation and then say, you know what? Maybe don't bring it up publicly this time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe just go about your business and 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 just you know work that out in some way. Like we've 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 cleared you of of what you're doing. We're welcoming you back. But you know what? Maybe uh maybe you learn a lesson here. But clearly they didn't learn the lesson because uh, he couldn't really <laughs> solve our our footballing problem at the world cup. So well, I don't know. It may, it, I mean, it, as it, as it turns out, Roberto Mancini was uh, available and now is coaching um, Saudi Arabia, but, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure that Burr was the better choice. I, I have no doubt he was the better choice. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he's American. So let's give him, a, let's give him one more shot. <laughs> how'd that, how'd that work out for Bruce Arena? Yeah, seriously. The second, the second chance. I mean, I, I give Berhalter credit for he did he did coach this team to sort of bring it out of the back well, um, and even get to midfield well. But he just never completed the process through the forwards. And and these, you know, it, it's really funny how I, we saw the same thing with the women's team that you know, they were coached poorly and they all had these tendencies that they know because they're coached well in their clubs. Mm -hmm. um, and they were really sort of like, par you know, paralyzed by having to choose between playing effectively and efficiently or playing a dumb system that's, that was really sort of undercoached. And I think the you know, the men's team had the same issue in the World Cup. We talked about this a, a million times. But, you know, the same thing happened to the women's team this year in the World Cup as well. Yeah. I agree. Uh, it's just our our federation, for whatever reason, is not great at hiring coaches. <laughs> I mean. Well, it, they, they don't want to spend as much on coaches. I, I, you know, that's one, yes, that's one but... thing. And then the other thing is, they're, you know, the U.S. I, my, this is, again, this is my opinion, but the U.S., um, you know, so U.S. soccer is afraid of bringing in a European coach because a they don't believe that a European coach can play can coach in Concacaf, and they also don't think a European coach knows the player pool 
and the U.S. style, um, which is also kind of funny. And I, I, this, these are things I have. I've the U.S. style, which has never gotten past the quarterfinals in the past, you know, seven. Well, which years. is also trying to be a more European style. Also, like like playing out of the back. I mean, you know, again, this is this is not a Concacaf style. This is a European style. So mm. you know, this is you know, hear, hearing that they want coaches that understand the American players and style better except that they're also trying to adopt a European style is just absurd. Yeah. But hey, far be it from me to introduce common sense into this crazy little process. I know. How dare you, Joe? Yeah. Um, Joe, you don't even know anything about the money involved. Come on. Well, I, I don't know about the stuff that's in the envelope. I think we can see the rest of the money, but the envelopes are the big. That's the big money right there. I think the bottom line is Jack when knows about Greg. That. When you rehire Greg, your envelope is fatter when it gets in your pocket. That's you know. That's you know what's funny? Fortunate bottom that, line, I think, to the way that international FIFA sanctioned football works. You know what's funny is that Greg is the non-financially corrupt choice. There's 0% chance that anybody put money in, a, in an envelope for Greg Berhalter. No. Like, nobody. But he still is – there still could be a corrupt thing. Remember, his brother is the one who hired him. That's right. That's right. That's right. But, you know, but this process that ended up back with him was so extraordinarily flawed. And, I again, Roberto Mancini was available. And you cannot tell me that Burhalter was a better option for this team than Mancini. This guy, you know, again, it just it is just night and day. Yeah, I I I do think there is something to the the fact that we're in Concacaf and it is different. It's not UEFA. It's not South America. You know, it's a, it's a different it's a different region, and I I think there are some coaches that are will would be naive and arrogant, and come in and think that they could just win, and mm-hmm. not realize that you know Honduras or El Salvador or Costa Rica or whoever is going to get away with like five non-red cards in a game, you know, that's, that's just, I don't know. I think there's something to that, but there is something to let's, let's at least get a, get a coach in who can, who can have some sort of philosophy on finishing a goal. At least BJ Callahan is, is on, he is on staff currently. So hopefully that yeah. means, you know, we'll get a little bit of that. Um, I, I feel like Burhalter is like the the like the the last draft of a of a masterpiece drawing or painting. And then he just doesn't have the finished product. He doesn't have the finish to go with it, you know? Yeah. He, I, I do He's I like, agree with you. I, I I enjoy the way that we play under him. We just don't score goals under him, you know? Which is we, not we, enjoyable. We play, we play 
attractive football under under Berhalter. It's just it's we don't score goals, and it's not yeah. effective if you don't score goals. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's kind of the point of the game. Well, I think also getting um, um, Belogan uh, now at the, at the front of this this lineup. I mean, if if you can't put a, a plan together to feed to feed that guy. I, I, at that point, then the coach has to go. Yeah, um, he is, he is a pure scorer. Yeah. He's a great scorer. All right, man. Well, I, don't think, I appreciate. I don't think, I don't think Erling Haaland would fit it. Would fit Berhalter's. He scores way too many goals. Yeah. Well, he did when, say about Pepe. He he didn't need Pepe to score goals. It's not part of the system. <laughs> so that's wouldn't fit um, the system. That's right. Yeah. Um. Um, all right, man. Well, I'm going to close this up. I appreciate the uh, the time today, man. It's uh, it's been uh, a good conversation on many topics. We've been catching up on a lot of a lot of things. Yeah, uh, a lot, a lot of things we didn't even cover too. More. I know we have a whole list of things that we didn't even cover yet. I did see, see Messi in uh, in New York last weekend. We'll cover that next week, maybe. Yeah. Um, as always, I do like to uh, to ask. Um, the thing that I'm worried the most about Pulisic is, is is his injuries, right? So my question is this: Will Pulisic play? Will he be would not injure us? You say for seventy percent of this season for Milan, over or under? He'll be available for seventy percent of the games. I think he's going to be available for right about that number, but I'm going to go over. And I only say that because it's Syria. I feel like it's not quite as it's still physical league. It's not quite as physical as the Premier League. So we'll see. I don't know. But ballistics injuries seem to be, you know, muscle injuries. So that doesn't have anything to do with contact or anything. But I'm going to go over. I'm going to be optimistic, Joe, and go over. Yeah, different place, different trainers. Hopefully he's, he's taking better care of himself, and I and I, I'm I'm optimistically going to go over as well. Um, but uh, but thanks a lot, and uh, and to all you listening, thanks a ton for listening to us. Uh, appreciate the uh, vacation time the last few weeks. Um, again, tweet us, write us, call us out on whatever on ESPN if you want to. It's fine, um, and we will see you guys and hear you guys <laughs> next week. Uh, Everyone enjoy the week of games, and we'll be back with you. Bye-bye. Oh, 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 I forgot forgot our our new new, uh, goodbye is actually sorry. (laughs) 